Bible Interact is a group of Bible scholars and biblical archaeologists who promote the Hebraic nature of Scripture and view the two Testaments as one unified message. They explain how they use a first-century approach to searching the Scriptures, and they share their methods and discoveries for discussion and dialogue. They invite your comments and participation on BibleInteract.tv, where you can also find more teachings, self-study quizzes, webinars, and interviews. Shalom. I am Dr. Ann Davis with Bible Interact. In the last week, we were working on Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. And I'm going to continue there. Let me read that to you now. It says, Leaving the elementary teachings about the Christ, let us press on to maturity. Now, and then it goes on and it has this list of, of what we're supposed to leave behind. And it starts out with instruction about washings, which is baptism, and laying on of hands, which is healing other people, resurrection of the dead, which is our eternal life, and eternal judgment, which is going to judge people, whether they're saved or not saved, and there's going to be more judgment as well. Now, this all sounds like maybe we shouldn't be leaving it behind. <laughs> Because and, and it goes, let's see, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. So, you know, the, the elementary teaching includes repentance from dead works. And it includes faith toward God. <laughs> this is what we're supposed to leave behind. Well, what I explained last time is that the two testaments are not two separate testaments. They're one unified message. So what we have in the Hebrew scriptures is being elevated to a higher level or a higher principle. It's the same thing. I mean, you know, you have an Old Testament, and the New Testament is not different. It's the same testament, but elevated to a higher level. And, and we're going to see that with all of these things. Now, last week we talked about baptism, and there's baptism by water and baptism by the Holy Spirit. Of course, that's, that's elevating it, and the whole purpose is to wash away sins so that we can walk in righteousness in alignment and harmony with God. Now, what I'm going to do this time is I'm going to take the concept of healing, because we're supposed to, to put aside laying on of hands, for heaven's sakes. I think every single one of us would like to lay hands on people to heal them. I, I, I would think so. I would hope so. And yet it's an elementary teaching. So we have to, to, to understand what is it that, that makes this elementary and what is the higher principle. So it's laying on of hands is an elementary teaching. Let's talk about laying on of hands. First of all, we see that Yeshua laid hands on people and people were healed. So why are we supposed to put that aside? Shouldn't we be doing what Yeshua did? We saw, for example, that Yeshua prayed for the children and he laid his hands on the children and he prayed for them. So shouldn't we be modeling Yeshua and laying hands on people and praying for them? And we can see in Scripture that this this laying on of hands is is related to healing to making people whole so shouldn't we be laying our hands on people like yeshua did and praying for them and yet hebrews the book of hebrews says to leave that elementary teaching behind and move on to a higher principle let's let's look at another example 
We know that Yeshua healed the blind man. That was in the Gospel of John, the man born blind from death. He healed a blind man. And he laid his hands on the blind man, and the blind man was made whole and could see. So there's a relationship between laying on of hands and healing. And we can see that. You know, we not only see it in the Hebrew Scriptures, but we see it in the New Testament as well. We see it in the Gospels, and we see Yeshua doing that also. So so what is the higher principle? And, and you know, should we practice laying on hands of people first for healing before we go on to the higher principle? My answer is no. You need to understand the higher principle. And... and 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 I'm going to get into the higher principle right now. Let's let's let me show you here about what this laying on of hands does. All right, we read in Second Timothy. Paul is talking to Timothy, and and I want you to listen carefully and and kind of slow down and listen to these words. Paul says, "Kindle afresh the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands." Now the gift of God. Um, is in you through the laying on of hands. So Timothy has a is a gift from God, and it's a it's a gift of healing. And it goes on: For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and discipline. So that that but is the contrast. Well, it's not a but; it's for for the purpose of or or so. So Timothy has a gift of healing. He does it by laying on of hands, and that gift is a spirit of power. It's a spirit of love and a spirit of discipline. Now, these are very key words for us to understand. So. It's going to be more than laying on of hands. Yes, you lay on hands, but it, it's going to be more than that. And it's going to be connected with a spirit of power. Well, we now have the gift of the Holy Spirit through our faith in Christ. And the gift of the Holy Spirit is going to be operating in the healing process. That's what this is telling us. And love, we we, we love our Lord Yeshua, but, but that love spills out and it bestows on the on on people around us and it must f- spill out onto the person that you are are hoping to heal and it's a spirit of love it's 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 you know not a physical love it's a spirit of love it's and 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 the spirit of discipline and uh, you know of 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 doing this right in the eyes of god so let, let's go on i've got one more verse i want to read to you here no i no i don't i i want to move right on to the story of the woman with the issue of blood because this is going to help us this is a healing story and it's going to help us uh understand the higher principle now the higher principle we know is connected with the spirit of power the spirit of love and the spirit of discipline so the holy spirit is operating in this higher principle of healing. Now, in the story of the woman with an issue of blood, she I want you to get a picture of, of what is happening here. Yeshua is teaching. It says that the press was crowding in on him. So there were many people around him, and they were pressing in on him. There were so many. Now, the ones closest to him would have been his disciples. That's the inner core. They would have been the closest to him. They were right right, right next to him, right close in. Just beyond that would have been men. The men, 
they were not the inner disciples, but they were men, and so they would be on the 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 next as you're moving outside from Yeshua in that circle. They would be next. Then would come on the very outside would come the women. And um, and and then outside of the women would be the woman with an issue of blood. She was totally, totally, totally isolated from the community. She was as outside as you could get. Now she had 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 this issue of blood for many years. She had tried everything in her power to be healed. She had gone to doctors. I think that's the appropriate thing to do as we as we try these things first. Perhaps I don't know. Maybe not. <clears throat> but anyway. She had tried these uh, all these worldly things first. Now, she had perfect trust and faith that Yeshua was the Messiah and had the ability to heal her. Now, let me stop and repeat something that I did last week, but I think it's important. The Greek word pistis is, has been translated three ways in English. It's been translated believe, faith, and trust. It's all the same word but that one word has it's sort of an umbrella that catches all those meanings it's all it's all part of the the one word it means all the same so if you believe you have total 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 trust in the one in whom you believe your faith is is to believe with that that total trust i think the key word is trust and you you do it with that with that total total trust so this woman had absolute total confidence that if she could just get to Yeshua and touch him she would be healed now this was the ancient belief that someone who had the power to do miracles could transfer that power from that person to another person and they would do it by laying on of hands so they were transferring the power. They had the power of the Holy Spirit. And in the Old Testament, we see, you know, the, the prophets spoke from the Spirit. They, you know, so there, there, there were people in the Old Testament who spoke, uh, who, who had the Spirit and who operated the power of the Holy Spirit. But what makes the New Testament different is that all those with faith in Yeshua have the gift of the Holy Spirit in them. It doesn't come and go. It's not on them. It's in them. And it's in them permanently, and we see that in Colossians, you know, um, uh, uh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And whatever God, now when I say God, I mean the Father. Whenever, uh, whatever God is, no man has seen him at any time. We, we, we see that in Deuteronomy, it's repeated in the New Testament, and it's referring to the Father. The Father no man has seen at any time, because the Father is spirit. And spirit is not something that that you can you can experience with your five senses. You can't see it, hear it, taste it, touch it, or feel it, or whatever those five senses are. I think I missed one, but anyway. Um, so, so no man has seen the Father, and and but but what is his nature? His nature is holy, and his nature is spirit. John four twenty four says God is spirit. We know that, and and from the beginning, in the beginning, in Genesis, the spirit, God was spirit, and the spirit was moving upon the face of the of the waters. So God is spirit, and, and spirit is not something that you can experience with your five senses, and God is holy. Holy is perfect, perfect, righteous, no sin. So the nature of God is holy, and the nature of God is spirit. So the nature of God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. That's what we read in First Corinthians. was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. And with with your faith in Christ, Christ is in you. So whatever 
the, the nature of the Father is that that is in you through your faith in Christ. I hope that makes sense to you. So we now have the gift of the Holy Spirit in us through our faith in Christ. It's the only way we have it. But we have it, and it and it, it's permanent. It's in us. It doesn't go away. So in the ancient world, people would have believed, if you were doing miracles, people would have believed that if you could touch them, you could lay on hands and touch them. You could transfer the spirit, the pow- power of the spirit. Now, what is it? It's it's the spirit of power, the spirit of love, the spirit of discipline. You could transfer that to another person. Now, let's go back to our, our wonderful story about the lady with the issue of blood. She had, first of all, if if blood, you know, was, was considered unclean, so uh, she had to be separated during her her monthly menstrual uh, period, but it it had not ended. It had been going on for years. It had it wasn't cycling. It was just going on continuously. So the women had to be separated. If she touched a man in that unclean condition, the man would become unclean. That's what they believed. The man would become unclean, and he would have to go through a ritual purification process just because she had had the, you know, had. had gone and, and touched him. <laughs> so I think if if she had intentionally touched a man and made him unclean, I think that probably would have been um, uh, a reason for being stoned, and stoning was a, a death penalty, stoned to death. So how is she going to get to Yeshua? She has to push her way through the men, but by doing that, she is going to be stoned to death. So what she did is she was on, we know she was on her, down, maybe on her belly. I say hands and knees, but maybe she was just crawling on her belly at the feet of the men so they would not know that she was coming through through the crowd of men to get to Yeshua. Um, I mean, they would have had to, she would have touched their feet. They would have been unclean because of her issue of blood. So she crawled on her belly. Um, at the feet of these men and inched her way and inched her way until finally she got to to Yeshua. And what we read in the account, it's in Matthew chapter 9, 21. If only I touch his garment, I will be made whole. So she's not even going to touch his body. She's going to just touch the, the, the bottom of him, of his garment. And and she believes that if she can do that, she'll be made whole. So it, that's the the ancient thing, you know, that can transfer that that power from Yeshua to her, and it would be done not by laying on of hands, but by by transferring through her touching his garment. So that's that's the ancient way. Now, what Yeshua says, Yeshua could sense that something had transferred from him to her, but he's about to instruct us in the higher principle. And it's the higher principle that we must understand. He said, Your faith has made you whole at once the woman was healed. She did not have to touch his garment. Her her faith made her whole. It wasn't the touching of the garment. It was her faith. Now, I want to move now into um, kind of a, a personal story here about um, a, a woman that I know who has a gift of healing. And it, it's a remarkable thing when a person has a gift of healing. And, and some of the stories about, uh, you know, people who have been with an advanced um, case of, of cancer and doctors have said there's nothing we can do and you're very close to death um, and to have her be completely healed. Um, it, it, it's just amazing to, for people who have the gift of healing. Although we are all 
we all have the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, so you can listen very carefully and, and you can apply and practice what, what I'm working on in, in this session about, the, about healing. Because all, we all have very speci- special gifts, but we all have the ability to heal because we all have the power of the Holy Spirit. We all have the ability to heal. So this woman who has the gift of healing, it's, it's just that that particular part of what God has given us has been fine-tuned in her so that it's, so that it, it's something that, that sh- she has strengthened and made very, you know, sort of very strong in her life. So let's go into the principle here. She and I were talking, and and I was kind of thinking aloud, and I said, "Well, it, it's not that you're doing the healing." And and, and she said she was very aware of that. Um, but I said, "It's not even that God is doing the healing. It has to be God in partnership with the person being healed." And. And and the role of the person being healed is to have what Yeshua said, your faith has made you whole. But that faith is the word that it also means trust. So the person has to have total confidence that that God is a loving God who is, is capable of healing. Now that doesn't mean that God will heal at all times. But the person has to has to know God so intimately and to have faith in God that when this person lays her hands on that that, that confident trust now what she does is she doesn't lay her hands on immediately she talks first she she talks about about who God is and 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 this gift of the Holy Spirit and she in it, it what she does is is she brings alive the trust in that person the trust in God and it's not to click your fingers to say I trust God is going to heal me it's just the trust in who God is and what he has done by giving us his son and through our faith in his son that we have this gift of the Holy Spirit so she talks first and 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 she she doesn't consciously think that she's building trust in that person she just simply talks and she talks from her heart she doesn't talk from her mind she talks from her from her heart and and that's prophesying you know we all have the gift of the holy spirit and and we all have the ability to speak for god and we do that not from our minds but from the inner part of our hearts and and so she you know dumps everything out of her mind and she just speaks from her heart and she speaks and and before she lays on her hands and then she lays her on her hands and 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 she has a gift of healing so what is the higher principle the higher principle is that it's not just a matter of laying on of hands it's not just a matter of praying for the person it's not just a matter of speaking the word of god it's an inner it it it's it's operating the inner spirit in you it's it's speaking from the heart not speaking from the mind it's speaking from the heart and it's it's your total confidence in who god is and and you're bringing that person to to that total confidence in who god is and then you lay on hands and if god chooses to 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 heal that person god will, will heal that person it doesn't happen all the time so i think the the, the higher principle is is the gift of the holy spirit operating in the healing process of laying on of hands so um uh, that you know we're in hebrews 
and we're in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. And it's talking about leaving the elementary teaching about the Christ and, and let us press on to maturity. Maturity is a very interesting word. We'll do more with that in a future session. But maturity simply means that you are walking in righteousness. You're, you're walking in, in holiness. That's what it, the, the word maturity means. So... You know, and we're not walking in righteousness and holy all the time, but you must be in walking in righteousness and holy and being one with God um, if you if you lay on hands with the um, the you know the the hope. But I don't want to use the word hope um, with the um, desire that God will will heal that person. Um, I want to um, just end this session. With, with one thing I think that is really interesting because in this passage in Hebrews it talks about leaving the elementary teaching about uh, the Christ let us press on to maturity not laying again a foundation of repentance from the dead alright repentance means to uh, to ask for forgiveness and to change um, and from dead works it is repentance from dead works so what happens we all sin and we sin from time to time. And when we do, we seek forgiveness from God. But it's saying there's a higher principle for that. Because when we repent, we repent from a sin. And and here the author of Hebrews is calling it dead works. We repent from dead works. So when our works, when when we're doing things that are dead... They are worldly. They're not in alignment and harmony with God. So when we are in alignment and harmony with God, we are doing godly works. There's no need for repentance. That's what it's telling us, which is really kind of interesting. So we only need repentance when we're walking in the ways of the world. We now have the gift of the Holy Spirit and have the ability to walk in the way with of God. Now we're not going to do it all the time. So we still have to repent from dead works. But the more we 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 change who we are inside, the more we we don't do dead works anymore. We're doing living works that are in alignment and harmony with God. So I think that's the higher principle is that that we have the ability to do uh not dead works which are worldly, but good works which are are in alignment and harmony with God and it's encouraging us to do that. And then it goes on not laying again a foundation of faith toward God. And again we have to seek the higher principle. Well, you know, before Christ came, people had faith in God. Uh, they were Jews, uh, or they were Gentiles who had become Jews. They had faith in God. But now that Christ has come, that faith has a higher principle. Because, remember, the, the faith is that word that also means trust and believe. So, that faith, God has made that a faith, faith available in his Son. And the role of the Son is to bring us to the Father. So everything is through the Son. We can't come to the Father except through the Son. Uh, we can't um, operate miracles. We can't heal. We can't do any of these things except through the Son. So the faith toward God, now the higher principle is that faith is through the Son. And um, 
I, I really, I suggest that we cannot come directly into the presence of the Father unless we come through the Son. Now, there, I think there will come a time at some time in the future when we can come directly into the presence of the Father. But right now, we can only come through the Son. And the imagery, of course, is in the t- temple of the tabernacle. Uh, Yeshua is the high priest. And the high priest can, can, can come into the presence of God in the Holy of Holies. We can only come through him or with him. He, he brings us into the presence of the Father. Um, but but we can't do it alone. We can't do it without Yeshua. So and don't forget the Hebraic sense of time. We're in the process of becoming righteous. God made us righteous when we first believed in him. He will complete righteousness at some time in the future. Now he's in the process of making us righteous. So um, we can take the hand of Yeshua, our our Messiah, and he, and he will lead us into the into the presence of the Father. Uh, we can only do it through him. So I think that is the higher principle of laying aside faith toward God. Of course we have faith toward God, but it's at a high, much higher level, a much higher ability for us to trust in God because we do it through our Lord Yeshua. So we've been working on Hebrews uh, chapter 6, verse 1, about laying elementary teachings behind. And, and these elementary teachings don't sound very elementary, but they're much higher principles, and we've been working on the higher principles. We'll uh, do more on that in the next session. So with that, I say shalom.